My name is Phil Mendoza, and this is a championship bow hunting podcast fueled by Mountain Ops. Join me and my guests as we give you bow hunting tips to take your preparation to the next level. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 58 and part two of the discussion with kinetic energy and momentum for hunting arrows. Before we get started, I want to send a quick shout out to show sponsor Mountain Ops. Make sure you're checking out their full line of products at getmountainops.com. Type in alpha at checkout for a special discount. Also, uh, the good people at Maven have given us a Special gift, if you purchase a set of binoculars at mavenbuilt.com, type in the code ALPHAGIFT at checkout, and they're going to kick you a special gift, uh, especially for our listeners and followers of the show. So getting into today's episode, I wanted to continue the conversation in regards to the heated debate or a very popular topic of, you know, how heavy your arrow should be and kinetic energy, momentum. Just to recap slightly on what we talked about on the last episode, you know, kinetic energy being, it's a measurement of, it's a measurement of an object or kinetic energy of the object is the energy of the object due to its speed and mass. Uh, Momentum being the measure of the speed of the object, in this case the arrow, along with its direction times its mass. <clears throat> and lastly, force, you know, how that relates into the equation and and how mass and momentum all kind of tie it all together. And, and the greater the mass of an object, in this case an arrow, the more force it takes to slow down the, the arrow. And h- how does that matter? Obviously, as bow hunters, there's so many variables in the game with when you're taking a shot at an animal, be it a rib bone, uh, a shoulder bone, you know, on a hog, maybe this that 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 plate that they have, that armor that people talk about, they're being behind the shoulder. You know, you want to have some, you want to have significant momentum of your object with enough force to hopefully blow through some of that. You know, those uh, those the, those barriers, be it bone, hide, a combination of everything. And what I did is to to take the testing a little further. Everybody can stand in front of a chronograph and blow your arrows through the chronograph at point blank range and see what it's doing. And I wanted to see what my arrows were doing at 40 yards, just as uh, that's about what I can get inside my shop. I can get a little further, but safely I was shooting 40 yards. I set the chronograph down range and I wanted to test two of the three arrow setups that I had tested previously and See what we see. What I was getting. See what the loss of speed was. Calculate that, and determine what the difference was in kinetic energy. <clears throat> so, what I did is I took the 405 grain arrow that I was shooting. It's a gold tip, gold tip Pro Hunter with a 100 grain tip, and I shot it at 40 yards. And what I what I saw was about a 15 feet per second decrease in speed. So calculating the speed at 40 yards with my arrow, uh, my kinetic energy dropped almost 8. It was 78.183, and it went down to 70.434. Still above the, you know, if you looked again, referencing back to that eastern chart with 
large, you know, heavy, heavy type game animals being grizzlies or Cape Buffalo or what have you. And still well above that, I think their recommendations were 65 foot-pounds of kinetic energy. My momentum went down from 0.530 to 0.503. So then I shot the 460-grain arrow, which was a kinetic, um, 125-grain point, and no collar, just the regular outsert on there. And I also saw about a 15 feet per, on the average, is a 15 feet per second decrease in speed. Calculating the kinetic energy there, I was also down to 70.04 foot-pounds of kinetic energy. And my momentum went from 0.563 point blank down to 0.534. So, again, both scenarios, my kinetic energy is fairly consistent, still well above what's the, the, the thought, you know, the, the talked about. And I know that some of these charts are older, um, but as far as, you know, the recommendations for, for minimum kinetic energy, the thing to think about here is my momentum with my 460-grain arrow at 40 yards is still carrying more momentum than my 405-grain arrow at point-blank yardage. So, again, I, I, I'm not an advocate for a, a super heavy arrow. I think that finding your balance is key. I want to say thanks to everybody who contribute on, on Facebook and send me some messages, uh, rubbing it in on, on some of you guys there with uh, with super long draw lengths or super fast bows that are shooting a very heavy arrow at, at high speeds. And just for food for thought, I, I figured, well, maybe I'd, I'd you know, take a, you know, I, I shoot a Hoyt bow and I, I pull the Hoyt turbo off the wall and set it up at 28 and a half inches, 72 pounds, and I shot that 460 grain arrow at 293 feet per second, which put my kinetic energy almost to 88 foot-pounds. So it, it went up about 10, almost 10 foot-pounds of kinetic energy. So if my choice was to shoot a 6-inch brace height bow, then I, I can still deliver at my draw length pretty, really good uh, energy. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm still on the fence this year with what bow I want to hunt. I'm just testing some stuff out, and I wanted to shoot some a few different arrows through one of the bows I had set up. So all that being said is, you know, I'm once I get outdoors, uh, I'm going to try this test out at 60 and 70 yards. Um, I'm, pr- I'm pretty confident to shoot it through the chronograph at that distance, but I'm, I'm going to probably have to put a little bit of a barrier in front of my chrono. I really don't want to blow a hole through my chrono at that at that distance. Uh, so once I get outside and, and build something where I can, I can protect it, I'm going to take this a little further in, in testing out um, how how – comfortable I am. I mean, maybe use this in my equation of helping me determine my effective yardage for specific animals, because I already believe in myself shooting with the pack on, shooting, you know, from your knees, seated positions, getting out of your comfort zone, get your heart rate elevated slightly, test on a worst case scenario to determine your maximum effective yardage. So if that determination of based off my shooting testing matches up where I'm comfortable with my kinetic energy, my momentum tests based off of shooting it down range, then I, then, then the confidence is, is achieved. And, and, you know, that's what bow hunters really need to depend on when they head out in the woods is that confidence in your setup and yourself. And again, doing some more testing, it, it just reassures, it'll reassure you of, of your setup and, and what you're what you're chasing, you know these animals in in the in the woods with. So, 
I'm not, again, I'm not advocating what arrows you should shoot. I'm, I'm telling you about some of the testing I did. <clears throat> some of the things that I just wanted to recap here before I close out this episode was, you know, these, these formulas are really just measurables, right? They're the math formulas to help you determine the amount of energy that your bow with that arrow combination is capable of, of delivering downrange, you know, be it kinetic energy or momentum, um, you know, the, the force, what these different formulas are, are measurables. They're, they're constants based off what you're giving it, based off what your bow is capable of doing. The thing that we need to remember is once you introduce a live animal that you're shooting at, there's so many variables introduced by size of game, size of rib bones, potentially on some of this these game, size of the, the, the shoulder, you know, size of the shoulders and, and where it's positioned, you know, quartering away shots. Um, th- there's so many variables that, that we need to contend with. So some of us that really push the envelope to get a super high kinetic energy rating and, and a momentum rating is just to help us in the situation that a shot does not impact perfectly. And again, I, it's one of those deals. I've, I've shot an animal on a mule deer, pretty good sized animal, and I hit it where I thought it was really good. And that arrow skipped off a rib and shot up upward, not, you know, frontward or sidewards. It shot upward based off how it, my arrow with my broadhead combination. I mean, it was, it was a full pass through, but it didn't, hit the vitals that I intending it I intended it to hit where the arrow entered the cavity. So there's so many variables that that can happen, you know, based off of the the, the position the animal's standing in, you know the direction you're shooting at it from. Maybe you're shooting at it from an uphill you're you're shooting up at it or you're shooting down at it. Uh, you know the the broadhead combination with your arrow. It, there's so many variables here. We just need to remember these measurements are just that. They're measurements. They're a starting point. Um, again, using them in addition to really putting yourself through the ringer, testing your effective range, and, and being proficient, all those should help you be confident going into the woods. But know that this is only one small portion of the equation when it comes to us being hunters chasing animals in the woods. So hope you enjoyed the the topic of you know the ongoing topic of kinetic energy because i will do another podcast here probably within the next month once i get outside and, and do some more testing downrange because that's where i as your arrow goes further out um the vein configuration there's so many other things that come into the equation with the amount of drag and and how 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 quickly it slows your arrow down and how much energy do you are you really carrying with that arrow on something that's 60, 70, maybe 80 yards down range. And I'm going to test it with a few few of my different setups just just for my own benefit, but share the results with you guys so that way I encourage you to consider testing some of the same things. Now, I know that everybody doesn't have a $200 chronograph that they're probably willing to fire arrows at and and hope they don't hit it, but um you know, some of my results, maybe f- my setup is similar to yours and and you can use some of that uh, some of the same f- feedback and and testing to to help you out to help you determine what you want to shoot but it's it's just that it's this this game of archery is is all about variables and it's all about tweaking and it's all about having fun shooting your bow and 
experiencing the learning curve of, you know, different arrow combinations with different bow combinations. And I've shot faster bows, and I've, I'm comfortable with the, the bows I'm shooting now. They're very smooth. They're very quiet. That's the other reason, you know, that I didn't really talk about too much with having a heavier arrow is it does quiet your bow down a little bit more. And I would rather have that bow be on the quieter side, get deliver my arrow to the target uh, as quietly as you can, you know, and if I'm losing 8 to 10 feet per second doing so, I'm okay with that. You know, as long as I'm in that I'm, I'm that range of, of where I want to be speed-wise, and again, that 280 to 290 feet per second speed range, I'm very comfortable there. Judging yardage, like I said before, out to 40, 42, 43 yards uh, at animals. So pick up your bow, do some testing. If you're, if you're playing with new arrows, consider some of these topics we're, t- we're talking about. Uh, remember, send questions in, comments in. I got a couple just here today. I got two or three comments on situations related to this but but a different just kind of you know a different area of it that i'll be talk, talking about moving forward um but send me your questions phil at championshipbowhunting.com if there's something i don't feel i can answer i'll I, i've got a i've got a bunch of friends in the industry that are from high level target archers to hardcore bow hunters to everybody in between to engineers that at that work for the manufacturers that i will get the best answer I can for you. If it's something I don't feel I can answer honestly and, and uh, intelligently, I'm not going to feed you a line of bull. So check it out. Send me, send me your, your emails. Also, I'm going to close with this pre-registration for the alpha bow hunting challenge is open. Uh, saving a few bucks. If you register by the end of April, we will be having a fun weekend. It is a holiday weekend. We're hoping to turn this event to, uh, not that vacation, but kind of that vacation. You know, I live in Denver. I really despise traveling up to the mountains on a holiday weekend with as many people and the traffic that head up to the mountains. So I'm going to stay home. I'm going to try to put an event together, enjoy, invite some friends. Like I said, at the end of the second day, we're going to have a private viewing of some films, some short films from some friends that are, um, I'm not going to call them newbie movie uh, filmmakers uh, some of them are very experienced some of them are just dabbling with the film tour scene online others are have, have their their tv shows so there's going to be some great films we're going to we're going to feature there we're going to have some just be able to enjoy hanging out with with each other and and share uh, share some time after the event. A lot of times, many of us go to these tournaments and we're in a hurry to drive there, shoot the event, and in a hurry to get right back home. I kind of want to make that Sunday evening a little bit more of a kickback. Let's socialize. Let's meet some new people. Let's talk with some people that we haven't got to talk to you know, in a while. And just have a great weekend. Bring your families. Um, there's going to be a lot to, to offer there for everyone. So championshipbowhunting.com. Uh, on the shop tab, it takes you to the store and look for your, your appropriate division. I encourage you to come on out. It's going to be a lot of fun. And with that, I'll just go ahead and leave you, and we'll check you guys out here in a couple of days.